0: what is good everybody welcome back to another episode of the kebo bands hoops podcast man back at it again today wednesday may 22nd hope all you guys are having a beautiful blessed hump day hope all you guys are continuing to grind and do what you got to do to make ends meet and hope all you guys know that at the end of each and every day anytime you wake up and go to sleep and have a roof over your head a phone to call people whatever the case may be you are blessed regardless even if you have a car even if, you know, you take the bus, waking up healthy is a blessing. So don't take it for granted because a lot of people do and just don't take it for granted, man. So with that being said, today there is no NBA playoff games taking place because the Blazers got swept in the Western Conference Finals by the Warriors and then the Bucks lost to the Raptors last night um, for the Raptors to tie the series up in the Eastern Conference Finals at two games to two, and so they play tomorrow night. And with that being said... I wanted to switch it up a little bit and talk about NBA free agency of 2019 and the possible landing spots for each and every player in the league. So, with that being said, I want to you guys, or I want to tell you guys, a little bit of these uh, terms that I'm going to be using. So, an unrestricted free agent. There's only I got a couple unrestricted free agents on this list. Um, One of them is Nikola Vucevic, or let me hold on, I'll tell you that in a second, but an unrestricted free agent is pretty much a team, or is pretty much a player that is on a team, he's a pretty good player for them, you know, obviously he's in the league, but he's pretty much a player on the team, and the team has no plans of re-signing that player as of right now, as of right now they don't have any plans of re-signing that player, or they haven't put an offer out, there, or they haven't let the player be known that there is an offer out there for them, um, by their respective team so um i'll get back to that in a second and then there's a restrictive free agent a restricted free agent is a player that is on a team but he can explore other options the team probably wants to resign him back possibly but he can explore other options and do what he wants to do if he wants to test free agency or not and then there's a player with a player option a player option is an option where the player has pretty much the team, his respective team, his or her respective team has let them know that there is an option on the table for them to take it. But if they reject that offer, say they want more money or say they just want to go and explore and look for another team, then you can reject that offer and either, like I said, get more money or if you reject the offer, you can test free agency and go to another team. So that's a player option. So with that being said, let me name some of the top free agents in the 2019 free agency circle. Um, Kevin Durant, KD for the Warriors is under a player option. Kawhi Leonard, obviously playing for the Raptors right now in the Eastern Conference Finals. He has a player option. Kyrie Irving, under a player option with the Boston Celtics. Klay Thompson, unrestricted free agent for the Warriors, obviously competing in the Western Conference Finals right now. Kemba Walker. For the Hornets is an unrestricted free agent, excuse me. Jimmy Buckets, my guy Jimmy Buckets, is a, has a player option on the table right now with the Philadelphia 76ers. DeMarcus Cousins is an unrestricted free agent for the Golden State Warriors, still dealing with that quad injury. Tobias Harris, unrestricted free agent for the Sixers. D'Angelo Russell is a restricted free agent. And Nikola Vucevic for the Orlando Magic is an unrestricted free agent. So all those guys are going to be probably the main topic in NBA basketball for this summer because they will all be free agents. And I think most of these guys, the teams that we saw him play for this past season, will not be on the same team next season. So let's get into it. Let's start off with Kevin Durant. I said KD was under a player option, right? So KD, man, everybody's saying he's going to go to the Knicks. And I think I'm one of those people on that bandwagon who he might go to the Knicks. I'm not saying I'm gonna join the Knicks. I'll never do that. I'll never be a Knicks fan. But I think I want the bandwagon for KD going to the Knicks. I think it's a good move for him and his and his uh, friends and family. Um, but I would not sleep on the Warriors either. I think the Warriors are really trying to. Even though the Warriors have a lot of um, options, you know what they're gonna do this summer. Um, Bob Myers, who was the GM for them, Steve Kerr. They're going to have a lot of decisions that, that they're going to have to make because I think you can only offer three max contracts, I believe. But I know the salary tax for each team raises every season, but I think they can only offer three max contracts, and I think that they have to offer Clay because Clay is part of the Splash Brothers. You cannot separate that at any cost unless Clay decides to leave, obviously. And then, you know, KD, he's probably looking at other options, so you might have to throw it at him. And then if, if it comes down to it, if KD does end up leaving, you might just have to have to throw the max contract at Draymond Green because he is definitely worth it. He's definitely worked hard for it, and he definitely deserves it. Um, so with KD, man, like I said, I think he might end up going to the Knicks. Um, you know, he can attract other free agents like, say, Kyrie Irving, who we'll talk about in a minute, um, you know, and the other free agents out there, even D'Angelo Russell, um, if Kyrie doesn't go over there. And there's another point guard that we'll talk about later, too, who could end up going back to Madison Square Garden, because he's actually from there, and he's actually put on some pretty historic performances inside of the Garden, but we'll talk about him in a minute. So KD, like I said, he could end up going to the Knicks, which I think he would. He could end up playing for the Brooklyn Nets, because they have some uh, um, uh, max contracts out there for the Brooklyn, or I wouldn't sleep on him re-signing with the Warriors, even though I don't think that's you know his top priority. I think he definitely wants to leave and start his own legacy and be the best player um, for another team and lead them to the finals and give them some rings. Even though I think he is the best player on the Warriors, you know, it's still Steph's team at the end of the day. Steph Curry is the Warriors at the end of the day. So that's KD. Next, we have Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi right now is currently competing. He's playing a little injured, but he's currently competing in the Eastern Conference Finals. They picked up a big win last night over Milwaukee to tie the series up at 2-2. Kawhi's free agency is interesting because we all know Kawhi is one of the most quiet players in NBA history, one of the greatest quiet players of all time in NBA history. I don't think we've ever seen a dude as quiet and reserved and as laid back as Kawhi Leonard, Um, even though it's funny because he has showed a lot of emotion this past season. But um, Kawhi is interesting because everybody's saying that he wants to come back home and play for the Clippers, play in front of his friends and family back home, or even the Lakers. Um. And there's a chance he could end up re-signing with the Raptors. So we'll talk about the Raptors first. I think the only way Kawhi re-signs with the Raptors is if they make it to the finals. And that series with the Bucs still has yet to be determined. They still have to win two games. Which me personally, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think the Bucs win that series. So I think you know Kawhi will you know he'll definitely discuss with it. he'll definitely just discuss it with his family if he wants to go back and play for Toronto. But I don't think it will happen. I think he's going to end up being in a Clipper jersey. Let's talk about the Clippers. The Clippers have Patrick Beverly, who's a dog. They have Jamichael Green, who was really, you know, he was a very underrated, underappreciated player for the Clippers this past season. They have Montrez Harrell, who was killing for them in the playoffs versus the Warriors. They have Lou Williams, who's one of the greatest six men of all time. He's up there with Manu Ginobili and Jamal Crawford for that category. They have a young, a young and up-and-coming rookie in Shai Gilders Alexander out of Kentucky. Um, Danilo Gallinari. They have Zubak from the Lakers, who's pretty good. He didn't, have a, he didn't play a lot in the playoffs, but he's still a good player. So the Clippers are definitely interesting. And they have a great coach in Doc Rivers, who's a championship pedigree coach. And they still have Jerry West, who's obviously not even just the logo of the NBA, but just an all-around genius and an NBA icon. So it's hard to turn that down. Um, so that's the Clippers. Then you have the Lakers. Obviously, the Lakers are having a bit of a turmoil and dysfunction with Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss and Maddie Johnson stepping down and leaving the organization. But Magic is still going to help recruit. Um, and then you factor in the part that LeBron's going to help recruit. And you have Jason Kidd now, who's an assistant coach, who's pretty interesting as well, that nobody's really talking about who could um, sway some different players out there to come and play for him. So with that, it's hard to turn down LeBron, but if you're if you're Kawhi, I can understand why you would turn down LeBron James because he is a competitor. You know, competitors, excuse me, competitors don't really like to play with the best. They want to play against the best to prove that they are the best. So I cannot blame <clears throat> excuse me, I cannot blame Kawhi if he wants to play for another team and not LeBron James' team because he's a competitor. Like Jimmy, a lot of people are saying the Lakers could go you know, if all else fails, they can go and get Jimmy Butler. But me personally, I don't think Jimmy Butler wants to play with LeBron because him and LeBron have a low-key beef. And they respect each other. Don't get it twisted because they always give each other 100% when they play each other. But I think Jimmy has too much pride to play alongside with LeBron James. So that's just my personal opinion. And then you have, so that's so that's Kawhi free agency. Like I said, if they make the finals, I think he seriously considers staying in Toronto. The Clippers is where I ultimately think he will end up playing for And the Lakers, I cannot sleep on the Lakers. I think they have a very good shot at landing Kawhi Leonard. So that's Kawhi. Next, we have Kyrie. So Kyrie's coming off an abysmal season with the Celtics. Um, This is my personal opinion, but I believe Kyrie Irving is the best point guard in the NBA. That's just my opinion. You don't have to have the same opinion. We all have a right to our own opinion, and we have to respect each other's opinion at the end of the day. So with Kyrie, he's on a player option. I do not think he will sign with the Boston Celtics. I don't think anybody out there believes that he will sign or with the Boston Celtics or re-sign with the Boston Celtics. I think they pretty much lost him. I think he's tired of being with that team. Um, I know he likes some of the players, but I just think he doesn't want to be a part of that franchise. I think he wants to go and lead a team. I think the Celtics are heading in the right direction, even though they might end up losing both of their point guards in Kyrie and Terry Rozier, but they still have Jason Tatum. They still have Jalen Brown. They still have Al Horford. They still have some pieces to make some noise in the East without their two point guards, even though they need to get a point guard. Um, So with that being said, Kyrie's options are interesting because he's from New Jersey. Um, Obviously, New Jersey is right next to New York. New York, you know, they have the Knicks. He can end up playing with KD in the Knicks because I think the Knicks have a couple max contracts that they can offer. And then you have the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets also have a few max contracts that they can offer. So it's going to be interesting there. And then the dark horse candidate that I don't think a lot of people are taking seriously because it sounds kind of crazy, but I don't think it's as crazy as people make it seem, is the Lakers. Kyrie and LeBron, you know, everybody knew that they had that conversation where Kyrie called him, I think in like the middle of the season and said, I'm sorry, I didn't know how hard it was to be the leader of a team to be able to direct guys to do certain things, to be able to tell guys that this is your job, we need you to bring this night in and night out. And he pretty much apologized to LeBron because he never understood how hard it was to be a leader. And so I think their friendship is definitely, it was never gone, but I think it's stronger than ever at this point. And so I think it's a great chance, and a lot of people aren't talking about it, that Kyrie Irving could come and play for the Los Angeles Lakers. That's just my personal opinion. Do I think it's his first option? No. I think his first option, he wants to go home and play for either the Knicks or the Nets. I think that's who it's going to come down to. But you can, like I said, you cannot sleep on LeBron James and possibly Magic Johnson if he still decides to recruit for the Lakers, which he said he will do if he has to. So you can't sleep on that for Kyrie. So we all know he's out of Boston. I think that's pretty much a foregone conclusion. So that's Kyrie. Next, we have Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson is an interesting one. Klay... We all know Clay is a part of the Splash Brothers. You know, I think, you know, his best option would definitely probably be to re-sign with the Warriors because he fits in just right. Um he'll definitely get his shots his shots back if KD does decide to leave. Um but I think honestly K, uh, Clay's decision is going to come down to what Kevin Durant does. If Kevin Durant signs with the Warriors again, I think KD or excuse me, I think Clay leaves. Let me re-fra- Let me say that again. If KD re-signs with the Warriors, I think Clay Thompson leaves. If KD leaves, which I think he will, I think Clay Thompson resigns because the Warriors. If I'm the Warriors, you gotta resign the Splash Brothers. There's nothing to debate about that. You gotta keep the Splash Brothers together because they're one of the best duos of all time, and that's a, a set in stone fact. So, with that, Klay is also from SoCal. He went to Rancho Margarita High School, um, out by you know out west, you know L.A. kind of L.A. ish, um, so. Clay is interesting. Clay can either go to the Lakers, play alongside LeBron and a couple other dudes. He'd definitely be a good fit because the Lakers, for all everybody knows this past season, the Lakers need a sharpshooter. That's the biggest thing they're missing right now. And Clay Thompson will come in and be an immediate impact type player. Um, we all know his dad, Michael Thompson, former Laker, won a couple rings with the Lakers and Magic Johnson's crew. Um, I think he still does Laker games. Uh, I think he still announces Laker games um, nowadays. Um, So I would not be surprised if Klay Thompson decided to come back home and play for the Lakers. Um, And me personally, I only think it's two options for Klay Thompson. Either he re-signs with the Warriors or he goes and plays for the Lakers. Honestly, I think those are his only two options. I don't think he's looking at any other team like that. I think he wants that max contract, and the Warriors and the Lakers are able to both do that if it comes down to it. So that's Klay Thompson. Next, we have the free agent that nobody's talking about, but they need to be talking about it. And that's what I'm here for, because I'm going to talk about it. And I'm excited for this dude, because I think he's finally going to leave a team that has been not good. They have not built anything around him like that, even though they do have a young core, a really good, solid young core now. But he's been in the league for almost 10 years now, and he's still, he's still in his prime, and he's one of the best point guards that we don't talk about, and we underappreciate and undervalue. And that's Kemba Walker. We all know Cardiac Kemba is from New York. New York, born and raised. I believe he's from the Bronx. I'm pretty sure he's from the Bronx. Um, Kemba, man. We all know Kemba has put on a show in Charlotte. We all know he's put on a show in the Madison Square Garden. Um, There is a chance that he re-signs with the the, uh, um, Hornets in Charlotte. I do not take that away from him. I think it's a very good chance that he does. Do I think that he resigns with Michael Jordan and Company? No. And I'm gonna tell you this is why. I think Kemba is ready to start winning. I think he's ready to be in the playoffs. I think he's tired of missing out on the playoffs. I think the last time he was in the playoffs was 20 I think it was 2016. Might have been later than that. I believe they played the Miami Heat and they lost. Um I think it was a couple years after LeBron left. Um so I don't know. I don't you know, he hasn't been in the playoffs in a minute. I think he's tired of being at home early in the summer and in the fall or in the spring, excuse me. I think he's tired of it. So I think Kemba, like I said, he's from New York. New York both teams in New York, the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks have multiple max contracts to hand out. So, you know, I would not be surprised if one of those if he ends up going to one of those teams and he signs long-term with one of those teams and or finishes career out with one of those teams because cardiac Kemba man he deserves so much better than what Michael Jordan, Mitch Kupchak, and the rest of those dudes are giving him. And I like the Hornets' young young core. They have Malik Monk from Kentucky. They have Dwayne Bacon from Florida State. And they got my guy Miles Bridges from Michigan State, my Spartan. So, you know, they got them, but they're clearly in rebuild mode. But when you're in rebuild mode, you cannot waste a prime time All-Stars career. You know, you have Kemba. He's one of the main reasons y'all sell tickets. I understand that. But it's time for y'all to let him go and get some assets for him. Don't just let him go and walk. Get some assets for him so you guys can build towards the future and show your fan base that you guys are definitely headed somewhere in the future. So Kemba, like I said, I think Kemba's out of there. Um, I think he's going to end up either in Brooklyn or or New York. And that's the main case because a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are probably sitting back listening to this and be like, well, dang, Kev, you got everybody going to play for Brooklyn or, or New York. I mean, well, they're one of the few teams out there that can offer a max contract. I mean, there's other teams. Don't get it twisted. Kemba's going to explore all options. He's going to look at all the teams that are are vacant in a point guard spot. Like, honestly, I think, you know, Kemba will be a good fit in New Orleans. You know, they're going to take Zion with the number one pick. Kemba might be a hell of a player with him and Anthony Davis if AD ends up staying there, which I won't happen because he wants to get traded. But Kemba will be a hell of a fit in New Orleans. Kemba would be a hell of a fit in Phoenix, even though Phoenix is probably going to draft a point guard with the upcoming pick that they have. I think they have the number six pick. Um, There's a few teams out there that need a point guard. Orlando, the Magic, are a very good team that could use a point guard. No offense to DJ Augustine, but he's not a starting point guard in this league. He's a very, very good backup point guard. A very good backup point guard. But... He even hit a big shot for them to beat the Raptors in the first round of the Eastern Conference this year, but I think he's much more a better contributor off the bench than as a starter. So Kemba could go to Orlando. They have a good young core with Aaron Gordon, uh Vucevic who we will talk about as a free agent. Um Jonathan Isaac. They have pieces. They have really good pieces. Mo Bamba who was hurt this entire season pretty much. So, you know, Kemba could go uh, pretty much anywhere he wants, but I think, you know, some of these players want to win. And some of these players want max contracts. That's what you got to come down to at the end of the day. You don't know which players want the money, and you don't know which players want to win. And some players simply just want both. So we don't really know. But Kemba, at this point, I think he'll end up somewhere back home. That's my assessment on Kemba Walker. Next, we have my guy Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets, as you guys all know, if you don't know, he is my favorite player in the NBA. I go to whatever team he goes to. Um, A lot of people are speculating, mostly Philly fans, that he will leave Philadelphia and join another team. Me, personally, I do not think that's the case. And I'll tell you this one reason why. They played 10 games together, the entire new Philadelphia squad. The team with Tobias Harris, J.J. Reddick, Joel Embiid, Jimmy, and Ben Simmons. They played 10 games all together in the regular season after they acquired Tobias Harris. Only 10. They had no time to gel zero time to jail and get accustomed to each other's games. And they were literally a Kawhi Leonard lucky shot away from going to the Eastern Conference Finals because they really should be playing the Milwaukee Bucks right now. But I'm not going to get into all that. But they were a shot away from getting in. They were literally 10 seconds away from getting into the Eastern Conference Finals. So I think me personally, I think I'm going to say I think Jimmy would be stupid to leave the Sixers. But I think Jimmy needs to do a couple of things. I think he needs to tell Joel, Joel Embiid to get in shape, to lose some weight. All he has to do is lose 10 to 15 pounds, and he'll be a dominant player, and he won't have to worry about all those lingering knee issues that he has to deal with. That's me personally. I think he needs to get away from that. I, need, I know they say his diet is terrible. He loves candy and ice cream and all that stuff. But if he wants to win, which he definitely showed when Kawhi hit that shot and he was crying off the court and he was crying to his girlfriend. He clearly wants to win. He clearly cares. But if he wants to take it to another level, he has to kill his diet. He needs to go on something else and and start eating better foods and getting healthy because his knee injuries are really just because he has too much upper body weight and is putting too much weight on his knees and his knees can't take that, especially how he plays, banging in the post, getting rebounds, running up and down the court all the time. All you got to do is lose a few pounds and then the Sixers will be in the Eastern Conference Finals right now easily, easily. So this team has so much potential that I think Jimmy, you know, he could look at the Lakers. But like I said, I don't see him and LeBron playing together. They don't really like each other, even though, like I said, they respect each other, but they're competitors as well. They don't want to play with each other. And I know for a fact, Jimmy does not want to play with LeBron. LeBron probably wants him. If all else goes to fail, like say they don't get Kawhi or KD or Kyrie. Or even a Clay Thompson, but you know the last option is probably Jimmy Butler. So that's that. But Jimmy, you know he's he's definitely exploring some other things. I I even heard he was looking at the Clippers to join Kawhi Leonard. That would be interesting. Even though I'm not gonna lie, I hate the Clippers, but I love what they're building over in Clipper Town. Clippers are definitely building a very good team. So I would not mind, I, as much as I hate to say, it, I never thought I would say it. I would not mind being a Clippers fan if they got Jimmy Butler. But I think Jimmy is going to do the right thing and re-sign with the Philadelphia 76ers because he realizes the potential they have. He realizes that Elton Brand and um, who's our, what's their coach's name? Um, what's, I don't know why I can't think of their coach's name. Brett Brown are building something special in Philadelphia for the Sixers. So. And then you, you also got to put into the fact that he's a very close friend with Allen Iverson. He's not like his brother, but they really love and respect each other. Jimmy embraces Philadelphia. Philadelphia and Jimmy Butler, I said it in an earlier podcast a couple weeks ago, are a match made in heaven. This is the perfect situation for Jimmy Butler to finish his career and to do what he wants to do. And I honestly think that Jimmy could deliver a ring if Joel Embiid gets in shape. I think Jimmy uh, and Joel can bring a ring and Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris could bring a ring to Philly. I think it's more than possible. So that's with that. Next, we have another very intriguing contract situation and that is demarcus cousins boogie as everybody likes to call him even though he said he doesn't like being called boogie anymore so i'm gonna stop calling him that demarcus cousins man is the most interesting free agency out there that nobody's talking about at the beginning of the season when he signed with the warriors he said that no other team offered him a contract because of the achilles injury that he went through with the pelicans and then steve kerr himself said we're gonna do whatever we can to, get, to win him a ring, and then get him a nicer contract with another team. So Boogie honestly could be used anywhere. You can go with the Lakers. You can go with the Clippers. You can go out east with the Celtics, even though they got Al Horford. But you can use um, all the top teams out there. Think about them. The Bucks could use uh, Boogie. That's another good choice for free agency landing, the Bucks. I don't know what their contract situations look like. I don't even think uh, Giannis is on a max contract right now, to be honest with you. I don't think he is, but that would be a good spot for Boogie. Um, Even though they have Brook Lopez, going from DeMarcus Cousins to Brook Lopez is definitely an upgrade because Brook Lopez right now, all he does is shoot threes. He plays a little defense, but DeMarcus is definitely better on the defensive end of the ball, and he's better on the offensive side of the ball. So Boogie can do a lot of things. Sorry, I got to stop calling him Boogie because he doesn't like that. But DeMarcus Cousins can do a lot of things. He is a special player. Even though he's been dealing with a lot of injuries, if I'm a team, I'm going to still take my chance with DeMarcus Cousins because, you know, the Warriors did it because obviously they're the Warriors. They have all the assets they need even without him. But he is a player that if you give him some rest, you know, you don't even got to plan for a full season. Do do with him like how the Raptors did with Kawhi. Kawhi, I don't, I don't think he, he missed out on like 20-some games. I think more than that. Do that with DeMarcus Cousins, and the, re- the rewards will be so fruitful. So I honestly can't give you some teams that – Boogie. Oh, my God. I got to stop calling him Boogie. I'm sorry. DeMarcus Cousins. I honestly don't know where he's going to go. It's been the most quiet free agency probably ever. Um, I, I highly doubt that he ends up resigning with the Warriors. So just stay tuned for that. I don't even have a guess of where he could go, but it's a lot of teams out there that could use him because he's an all-star caliber big. He's dominant. He's one of the best in the league when he's healthy. He can do a lot. So, you know, any team out there would be lucky to have him because he's just that special of a player. So that's DeMarcus Cousins. Next we have Tobias Harris. Now. Who Tobias Harris, man. I love Tobias, but he definitely had a rough playoff series. I think, you know, he didn't really get enough time to find himself with the Sixers. Um so I think he's kind of lost, you know, he's not at ease where he wants to be at. I honestly don't even know where uh Tobias is from. To keep it a buck with you, I don't know what city he's from. Um I know he went to Tennessee, University of Tennessee. Um so Tobias's case is interesting. I think, you know, he likes Philly. I think he enjoyed playing on the team. I just think he he had, you know, he was he, honestly he was just missing shots. At the end of the day, he was in for our playoff run, he was just missing a lot of shots. He had a couple good games, but he wasn't consistent enough, and I think, you know, if he does decide to re-sign with the Sixers, I think it would be a great great move for him because this team is something special. This team is honestly really something special. They could really if they keep this team together for another say five six years, they'll definitely win a ring. Definitely win a ring. Even with a LeBron out there, with a KD out there, a Kyrie out there, this, this Sixers team could win a ring. There's no doubt in my mind with the personnel that they have. With Joel B being your best player, as long as he stays healthy and gets in shape, that's all it depends on. Joel and B just got to get in shape, and they're a complete different monster. You know, people like Stephen A. Smith said the Sixers can't do this because Ben Simmons can't shoot. Well, you know they lost on a game-winning shot in Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Semifinals, um, and Ben Simmons still wasn't shooting the ball. So that's not the case. Don't listen to everything you know people put out there. Not hating on Stephen A. because I love Stephen A. and he's a black icon. He's a black a sports icon, but more importantly a black icon. But you know Ben Simmons jumper is not the most you know valuable thing that we need because we were right there. We could have won that series. We should have won that series, but it happens. I'm not mad at it, but, you know, we were right there. But for Tobias, though, you know, he was he was killing with the Clippers. Under Doc Rivers, he was averaging 20-plus points. He was damn near an all-star. He is an all-star caliber player, Um, but we just got to see. Tobias is also another quiet free agency that we shall see. We got to, you know, wait and see till I think it's what, June 1st is when free agency becomes – you know, uh, live and open for other teams to come and recruit other players to join their teams and cities. So Tobias, I don't know. It's a, it, it's definitely a lot of teams I could use them. Don't get it twisted. But I think like Jimmy, he'd be a fool if he decided to leave because they could still offer him a max, even though he didn't play like he deserved a max contract, but he's still young. He's not, he's barely hitting his prime. I think he's like 24, 25, 26, somewhere in those three ages. I know it sounds crazy to say three different ages, but he's somewhere in that range. So I would definitely take a shot at Tobias Harris. I think honestly, I think this was one of his no I, don't, I think this was his first playoff appearance. I think. I think. Um no, it might not have been. He played with the Pistons and I, um did the Clippers make the playoffs last year? I don't think so. Yeah, this might have been Tobias' first playoff appearance now I think about it. So we'll see. But Tobias definitely has a good future in the NBA. And like I said, there's a lot of teams that could use him. Um you can go anywhere from oh, let's say Chicago could use him of, you know, all the, the lesser teams out there, Memphis can use them, you know, but playoff-wise teams, you know, if the Raptors, say the Raptors lose Kawhi, the Raptors could use them, um, say, who else is out there? Who else is out in the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, there's a lot of teams that can use Tobias Harris out there, but I think, you know, his best option would definitely be to re-sign with the Philadelphia 76ers because there's so much promise in Philly with that team like I said, they can win a cup. they can win a ring. They're gonna win a ring if if they stay together. I'll say it right now on this podcast. Philadelphia will win a ring if they can keep this court together. So that's that with Tobias Harris. We have two more free agents left, so let's get down to them. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell was one of my favorite players coming out of college and high school. He was a McDonald's all American, went to Mount Verde Academy down in Orlando, Florida he was coached by the same high school coach as uh Kyrie Irving and Kevin Boyle um so you know he's clearly produced multiple NBA players Ben Simmons also had the same coach so with that being said he also coached Patrick I mean not Patrick um Michael Carter Williams so with that being said though D'Angelo Russell is an interesting case the Brooklyn Nets are definitely not trying to re-sign him because the Nets front office has high hopes that they can get a a quality player like a Kevin Durant a Kyrie Irving or you know, if all else fails, a Campbell Walker. That's how they're looking at it. They're, they think that they can build and get some good pieces, and they already have some pieces on the team. Spencer Dinwiddie is a hell of a player from LA. Spencer Dinwiddie is a bucket. He definitely proved that in the series versus us in the first round. Um, other players they got Joe Harris, one of the best three-point shooters in the in the league in the world. Um, even though he struggling in the playoffs, um, they have pieces. So like I said, their front office is thinking we can get a Kevin Durant. Or a Kyrie Irving, and if all this goes to fail, you'll get a Kemba Walker. So, um, D-Low is interesting though because he's a point guard slash shooting guard, um, but more of a point guard. Teams that could use a low I- I'll say it right here. I think a good fit for D'Angelo Russell is either the Indianapolis Pacers or the Indiana excuse me the Indiana Pacers, not the Indianapolis, even though they play in Indianapolis. The Indiana Pacers, or the Oklahoma City Thunder. And let me say this. A lot of people say Westbrook's a point guard, yada yada yada. He averages a triple-double. I think it's time Westbrook makes that adjustment and goes and plays the shooting guard. Honestly, I think he's a perfect shooting guard. I think D'Lo is a better passer. Um and he'd be right, he'd be a really good fit for the Thunder. I think those two teams right there could really, really use D'Angelo Russell. Even though shout out to Darren Collison. He's from the same city as I am. Shout out to Ranch Cucamonga. Shout out to the IE, all my guys out there. That's the hometown for sure. But Darren is a hell of a player. He's a veteran, but I think he's better off the bench just like DJ Augustine. So, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about those teams until now, but D-Lo would be a really, really good fit in Indiana or Oklahoma City. A really good fit. And New Orleans. Word around town is that Drew Holiday is trying to leave New Orleans. He's tired of being there. He doesn't like what's happening with the whole Anthony Davis situation. He wants to be gone. So I would not sleep on them either. So, yeah, man, Indiana or OKC, I'm not going to lie to you. I think those are big-time fits for D'Angelo Russell. The team, the Nets just don't want him back, but he was an all-star this year. So I don't know why you just get rid of an all-star so fast, but beats me. I guess they really believe that they have a shot with Katie and Kyrie. Which, you know, you can't really blame him, but, you know, he was an all-star. Whether it was in the west or the east, which it was the east, he was an all-star. He, and he definitely deserved it. So, that's Dilo He's going to end up playing for a new team next season. So, be on the lookout for that. And then last but not least is a guy that the league doesn't really get a chance to watch a lot. But he was also an all-star. And he's a de- definitely a very good player and one of the most versatile Swiss Army Knife type players in the league. And that's Nikola Vucevic. He plays down in Orlando for the Magic. Obviously, none of us really get to watch the Magic on a nightly basis unless we're from Orlando or South Florida, period, because they don't get a lot of national TV time or recognition until the playoffs when they play Toronto in the first round. Um, But Vucevic, man, is a 7-footer, can do everything. He can handle it. He can pass it. He can score whenever. He's going to be a valuable asset to whatever team he decides to go to. But I think he's going to end up staying in Orlando, I think Orlando would be foolish as hell to let him walk because he's a once-in-a-lifetime type player. Is he a player that can you know, lead you to a ring? Not necessarily. But is he a good player to have on a championship team as a second or third option? Hell yes. Hell yes. Nikola Vucevic is a great player. I'm not going to say he's an all-time great yet, but as in the NBA right now, he is a great player. He is a great player. A lot of, like I said, a lot of people don't get to watch him play, but go watch his highlights. Please go watch his highlights. He is a monster. He's not up there with the Joel Embiid's or the Boogies. Or, oh, my God. The DeMarcus Cousins yet or the, even the uh, Jokers yet, but he's right, just right below those guys. He's up there with the Rudy Gobert. He's better than Rudy Gobert, um, not defensively, but all around. Nikola Vucevic is a hell of a player. Me, personally, like I said, I think he ends up staying in Orlando That's the best fit for him. He's going to kill down there if he does stay there. But other teams that could possibly take him, like I said, you can look at Milwaukee. um, Toronto could use him. Uh, What other teams out there? Let me go west. Phoenix could use him. Phoenix can use everybody, though. Um, The Pelicans can use him because the Pelicans are going to end up losing AD. Um, There's a few other teams out there. So that's Nikola Vucevic. But like I said, I think he ends up staying in Orlando, man. So... That's a recap of all the free agents out there. I know that was a long podcast. I'm kind of I like I actually like talking to y'all for a while. I need to get some debates on here. I definitely need some guests. If you want to be a guest, come and join the podcast. Let me know, man, cuz I appreciate talking to people. I love a good conversation. I love good healthy conversation. It's nothing wrong with it. I embrace it. Especially debate. So, that's all the free agents, man, of 2019. That's only the top free agents though, the top. It's not everybody, but it's the top free agents. So, let me go down the list again. Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, Klay Thompson, Kemba Walker, Jimmy Butler, DeMarcus Cousins, Tobias Harris, D'Angelo Russell, and Nikola Vucevic are the top NBA free agents of the 2019 free agency class, man. So that is that. As always, man, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all those other good things. And please share, share, share. I put an emphasis on share. Because I think I need to reach a bigger audience. And I appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in. As always, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Y'all have a beautiful and blessed rest of y'all day. I will talk to y'all soon. One love and peace.